And we are back. Welcome, everyone, to Slutty Times. I am your host, Captain Motorboat, and I am alone here again as my cohorts, Tommy Gunn and Bunny Vicious, are still on break as necessary because we have our upcoming show, Chicago at the Eagle. Tickets are on sale at tinyurl.com forward slash BOS Chicago, or you can go directly to the Bottomer Eagle website. Our shows are going to be the 20th, 21st, 27th, 28th. Tickets are $22. Bunny being our matron, Mama Morton, and Tommy being our creative director, and Tabitha Kicks of Twisted Knickers being our choreographer. Long story short, we could not get um, a time in this week to record our kinks fetishes and crushes session so we'll look forward to possibly doing that next week or the week after i apologize for that delay but that means that you have another story time with captain and this time i figured because i woke up from the most random dream that i would talk about some of my most weirdest sex dream exploitations and that one time i was a help let me start off with the, the sex dream. So coming out of the closet, as we talked about two episodes ago, I lived with my aunt and I just had, at age of 21, a strong, super awesome sex dream. And I believed it involved Michelle Ndego Cello because she was my crush at the time. And I woke up wanting to do something. Thankfully, it was a Friday, so I called my default girlfriend, which is a one of my um, gay friends who was walking through the coming out experience with me, and asked her, I was like, do you want to go to Coconuts, which is now 311 Madison Cafe. That was formerly Coconuts. It was a nightclub, and I went there to see if I could be a hoe. As I said before, me and my desires to be a hoe are few and far between. And when I do make attempts at it, I really suck at it. So when I went there, I got a little tipsy and proceeded to kiss this one girl who was not interested in kissing me back. And I really feel bad about it now because... I was forcing myself on this person and I did not ask for their consent. I did ask for their number and I think I got it. I don't think they ever responded back to me. I don't, I, I, I should not be drinking um, and doing things that I don't feel comfortable with in the long term. Um, I believe her name was Jay. She was, um, she had a short buzz cut. She was adorable and my type of like being androgynous, tomboyish. And I just really feel bad about the fact that I just had like two drinks and I was like, I'm ready to like stick my tongue down your throat. I was very, I regret that. And I doubt she remembers that. I imagine that she's like, it's a club, it's a, you're drunk, people do impulsive things. Long story short, consent is highly important and is not one of my highlights of my life add to the fact that sex dream which is had me just raring to go and do something i'm glad i didn't go that far the second time that i did have a hoe encounter was in 2010 and this was with this girl i forget how i met her I want to say it was via downlink and I was not talking to her with the mindset of that I would 
actually do anything with her. I was talking to her in a mindset of, I'm here to be a friend. I'm only looking for friends. And she was I'm getting out of a relationship. I need somebody to talk to. And I just need to get out of my house because I'm living with my ex. And she's moving out. And I'm just going through a lot. I just need to have to do something. And so I was like, I have no problems being the friend who takes care and treats you or takes you out to dinner or gives you a home-cooked meal and lets you, you know, kiki and bemoan and figure out a plan or to get out of your situation or to handle the situation that you're in for her situation. Living with her ex and her ex's children and that hardship of, like, being inside the relationship for about four to six years and having it be over. We talked on and off for about, like, I think a month or two. She lived in D.C. I lived in Baltimore. One week in February, I was just, it had been, I guess, a lot, a while. And my my hormones were just, like, on fire. So for, like, a week, I was low-key just buzzing. And she was like, I need to get away. What are you doing this weekend? Let me come over. And I was like, sure, I don't mind. I'm not doing anything. Let her come over. We started watching True Blood season one. Sidebar, if you're into the Charlene Harris, Sookie Stackhouse, Southern Vampire series, the HBO version of the book series is good, in my opinion, up to maybe season four. And then the last two seasons kind of go off the rails. And I think I've even been generous in that. I think I was happy with seasons one and two meh about season three okay about season four and then meh about season five but I definitely know I did not watch season six in it at all I think when Alan Ball left I was kind of like I'm done but that's nerd talk right there moving back to talking to this girl or talking to this woman rather because she is a grown woman she was like I want to come over and I was like sure not a problem come over we can kiki and be girls and I brought her out downstairs on the couch we sat and watched it on our my tv in my living room and then my brother was like come on i need to go to sleep and i was like okay we take this upstairs into my bedroom and watch on my my laptop because i have that and started to watch it on my laptop and from there she was like, I'm sleepy. I'm going to go to sleep. And I was like, all right, you can crash. I don't mind. Um, you live in D.C. The trains are like 22 bucks right now. And why not? And like, it's not a big deal. Um, I don't expect as long as you're not trying to do anything. So laying in bed with her, she makes the first move of kissing me on my neck. And I would not usually respond. Honestly, my what I usually would do And if I had a friend sleep over is give them my bed and then sleep inside my office. I don't know why I did not do this at that time. Again, I think it was that hormonal. I would like to do something kind of an exposure. And she was just, she was there. So I turned around and said, let's, this and leaned into it. And that was a pretty fun time. And the next night, day, I did not feel as bad about it. She was like, do we need to talk about this? I was like, it's one off. You're in such your shit. I'm in mine. You're literally talking to some other girl right now while you have your drama with your ex-girlfriend and that person you work with. So I know you're a hot mess. And adding or making a sexual encounter more than just a fluke of you getting something that you wanted because... 
turns out as we talk longer that if she's in the bed with anybody, she cannot not make a move. Her need to make a connection via sex is so strong that even when I hung out with her later and I was like, can I crash at your place because I'm going to a concert and this is like a year later, I went to a concert to see Sister Sisters. I went to her house to crash and crashed on her sofa because she had a girlfriend at the time. And she said, had you gotten in bed with me, I would have made a move. And I was like, why is this always the case? So she had a history of like, if somebody was available to her or potentially available to her, she would make a move. I had another encounter with her after that. Um, I went to the Cherry Blossoms with her that same year. Um, and I was talking to my future last girlfriend. And we had another in- a sexual encounter. And that was, again, equally fun, equally nondescript, just one-off. But the exposure for me of like possible STDs, which I know are low as being a lesbian. However... Still, psychologically, this is like, you don't really know me. You're not really trying to be with me. But as soon as I enter your bed, you're like, give it up in in some ways. Or that I'm more than willing to throw it down or give it um, to you if you're, um, or have it, take it. If not, I'm like, if whatever you want to do into this bed. And I worry about that a little bit um, for her, particularly when it came to later and that's in that concert and how she has a girlfriend and she would have in because we've had sex before slept with me again, even though she had a girlfriend that she was actively interested in. And I, I that's a level of mess that. I did not step in because I was not from in one of those like, you know, vibrating highs of having a, having had a sex dream. Um, and I don't even know where that sex dream came from that year. I think it was a combination of like being on a two year mark because I think the last time I had a sexual encounter prior to that point was in 2008. So yeah, probably was one of those vibe, like, you know, it's been a while your body's like, oh, you probably want to do something like, I should have shook it off, but I, I I had opportunity and I took it. So those are the couple of times that I was a hoe. Um, and if I were to talk to the crew, they would be like, that is so lame. That is not even hoe. That's, that is not even hoe, hoe tendencies. That is that's nothing. So I think that as we move forward with this, the end of of those two individuals that I, of that individual that I slept with, I'm not in contact with her anymore, at least not on that level, for different reasons. If we do not get to tape next week with our sexual fetishes and kinks and thing and the crushes thing, I will give you the part two of that, which is lesbian drama and my little bit of lesbian drama, because I do not usually do lesbian drama partly because i'm and that that helps out a lot being in baltimore because the lesbian scene in baltimore from my limited exposure we view the world the circle as so small overlap in drama tends to happen i can give i will give some stories on the lesbian drama that i've encountered and they're by comparison to some people non-starter dramas because i'm a type of person who prefers other people's dramas as far as 
I'm going to sit and have my popcorn in, in like in commentary, but I'm not necessarily going to instigate it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to actively seek it out. I'm more like life is enough drama for me. I do not need to add anything else to it. So I hope you enjoy this slutty times with Captain. Um... And I think I'm going to leave it here. Please, again, follow us at slightimes.com. Follow um, like our event calendar at bosburlesque.com. Also follow us on Facebook, bos underscore burlesque. Um, we have a full calendar. Chicago, again, coming up at the end of this month at Baltimore Eagle, following up with a couple of um, things around Pride, notably our bar crawl. Tickets um, are on sale for that right now. Um, and it's going to be about five bars. Tommy Gunn is taking the lead on that. It is going to be fabulous. You want to be a part of this. Um, you can find tickets available on Eventbrite. Um, the, the link is already on our Facebook and on our website. So get in, get in on that. Um, we also have Berlioki. If you want to come to all of our seasons, you can pay for a $50 ticket and that will get you into all the Berlioki shows for the our season um, here at the Crown. And that's the perk there. That means you're always going to come. And like once you or if you don't have the money at the time, it's like you get to come in free. Um, and if you are a regular that will come on our in that um that in that, I will give you one of my free drink tickets. Um, because clearly, like I said, I don't necessarily like the decisions I make when I get when I get tipsy. So consider that. Otherwise, pay for your individual tickets for each of the shows. Um, and we look forward to seeing you around. Until then, this is Captain Motorboat, and this is Slutty Times.